Let's pray this morning. Father, we come to you, and uh, it is an awesome day. It is a great day. When we know the truth of your power and of your presence, that we know you're alive, you're not dead, and that you choose to be alive and to be in this room today, that you choose to be alive and be in our presence every single day. You're not dead. You're alive and you're working, you're active, and your power, your power overshadows us. So we ask today, infuse us with this knowledge. Help us remember today and every day that you walked out of that tomb and death has absolutely no hold on us, sin has no power over us, and that our lives are new and they are different, and we too are alive because of you. We commit this time to you in this day, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, it's Easter Sunday, and you know what that means. Those who have been around here for a while, that means it's time for Pastor's annual Easter Sunday joke, which most of you, if you've been here, you know the punchline, right? Yes, absolutely. So we're going to do that again. And when we get to the punchline, I want you to join me. Uh, You folks up there in the upper worship room, we are expecting to have a shout-out here, a shout-off. Which room can be louder? So you folks up there, this is your challenge uh, to try and uh, let us hear you down here and you hear us up there because we have a whole group of people worshiping uh, upstairs today, right? So here we go. You ready? So it's Easter and the uh, Sunday school teacher's really excited. She worked hard on her lesson and she just really did great. She got the kids there. She started teaching those little kids all about Jesus and the stone rolling away and him walking out of the tomb. And that man, that lesson was going great. The flannel graph was working. The kids were just soaking it all up. And they, she could just tell this was just an awesome lesson. She got so into it that she just, she didn't pay attention to the clock and uh, she wrapped the lesson up and she realized that she had like five, eight minutes left of class, which is a lot of time when you got little kids, right? She had like five or eight minutes left of class. She's like, what, what am I going to do? You know, can't let them go. Parents are ready. So she figures, well, let's just make it interesting. So she comes up with a great question. She says, children, I just shared with you about Jesus walking out of the tomb on Easter Sunday. And you know, I was just thinking, what do you think? What do you think Jesus' first words were when he walked out of the tomb? And all the kids are thinking, and little Susie, of course, is in the back going, oh, 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 oh. So the teacher calls on Susie and says, Susie, you tell us, what do you think Jesus' first words were when he walked out of the tomb? And Susie says, Jesus said, ta-da, thank you, thank you, I'm good till Christmas. I'm good till Christmas. That's the way it is. All right. Here's our theme, right? You can't keep a God man down. Why don't you watch the screens for a minute? And uh, let's start thinking about what that really means on Easter Sunday. Watch the screens. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. 
It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. talking about can't keep a god man down and uh, there's no question we come to easter sunday that uh, jesus is one of those guys who got pounded right i mean you think about guys in the movies there that got pounded and of course i thought of rocky obviously the guy just got pummeled how many times and how many different fights and he kept getting up right another guy i thought of was uh, bruce willis in the Die Hard movies Right? I mean, I don't know how that guy kept going, right? But he just kept, right? You get knocked down and you keep getting up. How do you do that? How do you, how do you get knocked down and keep getting up and moving forward? There's no question when it comes to Easter, Jesus is one of those guys. Jesus is one of those guys. He got pounded. He got pummeled. I mean, think about what he went through for us. Right? He, he was arrested. He was tried. He was spit upon. He was beaten. Crown of thorns on his head. You know, he was uh, nailed to a cross. He was pierced with a spear. He died. He was thrown in a grave. And the stone was rolled in front of it. And for all practical purposes, the world at that moment said what? He is down for the count. This guy is down and out. And yet, we're in the room today because he got up and he moved forward. He got up and he walked out of that tomb. What does it mean for us? What does it mean for us to not just be here today and celebrate Easter once again, but to understand what it really means? What it really means for us? He gave a foreshadowing of this to his disciples before it all happened. If you go into Luke 18, Jesus is with his disciples. He's on his way to Jerusalem. He has got his head set. It's like Pastor Andrew talked about last week. He's moving into the challenge, right? He's ready for the challenge. And it says he took the 12 aside and he told them, look, we're going to Jerusalem. Everything that's written by the prophets about the Son of Man, it's going to be fulfilled. And he's going to be delivered over to the Gentiles. They're going to mock him. They're going to insult him. They're going to spit on him. They're going to flog him and they're going to kill him. On the third day, he will rise again. So he told them he was going to get knocked down. But he also told them he was going to get up. And the disciples didn't understand any of it. They didn't understand any of it. You see, we can't leave the room today if we don't get the power of this day. If we don't get the importance of this day for every day of our life. 
He told them it was going to happen. And they didn't understand it. And they're not the only ones. They're not the only ones that didn't get it. The leaders, the Jews, Pilate, they didn't get it either. Right? You look at 1 Corinthians 2, it says, Now we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time. None of the rulers of this age understood it. For if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Now what's interesting in that text is the word that's used there for mystery. It's a military word. It's the military word that they used when you develop a strategy to win the battle. When you develop a strategy to win the fight. And you want to make sure that your opponent doesn't discover your strategy. You keep it hidden. Do we have any risk players out there? Yeah, what's the worst thing that happens in risk, right? If your opponent discovers your strategy, you're cooked, right? Right? I mean, you never, contrary to news broadcasts today, you never tell people what you're going to do before you do it, right? That's just common sense. You don't do that. Well, that's what it's talking about. You don't tell people. It's this mystery. What is it telling us? We have to understand is Easter is about something so much bigger than just coming together for one day. Easter. Easter is a cosmic battle. It is a cosmic fight that is taking place. And when it first happened, nobody understood it. Nobody saw it. It is a cosmic battle, a cosmic fight. And what's at stake? What's at stake is the world. What's at stake is your life. What's at stake is how you live. What's at stake is your eternity. There is a cosmic fight, a cosmic battle that is engaged. And on one side, there is the power of evil and the power of darkness. And that power was dancing around the cross when Jesus was hanging there. He was dancing around the cross at its strategy. And it was saying, yeah, baby, I'm going to win. I'm going to win because I'm killing the sun. And three days later, Jesus walks out of the tomb, the winner, the victor. God is going to rule. God is going to reign. And you, you have the opportunity because of Easter, because he won the battle, to share in the incredible power of God. Here's where it comes from. You look at Luke 24, and it's the resurrection story. It's the women that go to the tomb early in the morning. They're ready to finish the burial, uh, the burial with the spices. The stone is rolled away. They wonder what's going on. Angels show up. They're frightened. They bow down. The angel says, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. He gives them the incredible news. And then here it is. Look what he says to them. Look what he says to him. Remember. Remember. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered, or the hands of sinners be crucified, and the third day rise again. Then they remembered. Why is it important we remember? 
Why, did, why didn't the angel just show up on that day, roll that stone away, Jesus walk out alive, the ladies show up, and the angels go, ba-ba, he's risen. I mean, that would have been awesome, great, fantastic, incredible, in and of itself, amen? I mean, this is stupendous news. He's alive, who was dead. That's incredible. But the angels went on. They didn't just stop and say, why are you looking for him here? He's not here. He's alive. He is risen. No, they went on and said what? Remember. Why do you need to remember? Well, remember. You got to remember tomorrow. You got to remember on Thursday when you're out here in the world and you're getting pummeled because that's what the world does to us. When you're out there in the world and you're taking the shots, when things are difficult, you got to remember Jesus won the victory. And His power is now available to you. The same power that rose Him from the grave is now available to work in your life every single day. Get up. Get up. Move forward. Why? Because you remember. You remember. This isn't just any day. This is every day. Every day. Here's where it comes to us. 1 Corinthians. For the message of the cross is foolishness. They didn't get it. They didn't see it, right? It's foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, when you remember, when you understand what Easter is, when you get what Jesus accomplished for you, right? For those who are being saved, it is the power of God. What did he just make available to you in the resurrection? The power of God. The same power that rose Jesus from the dead can now change your life. It can change your marriage. It can change your family. It can change your future. It can change whatever is today. That's what Easter is. Easter is taking what was dead and making it absolutely alive. Let me run through some things of what this means for us every day to be Easter people, to remember and understand what Jesus did for us. You ready? It means we have the power of the resurrection available to us in the power of pardon. It is the power of pardon. If you look at Colossians 2, it says, When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all of our sins. Do you see that's a resurrection verse? Right? What does sin do to us? Well, it kills us, right? I mean, you're carrying guilt. You're carrying shame. You're carrying all the embarrassment. You're carrying whatever it is that you're carrying in your past. And what does it do to you? It just kills you, right? It just nags at you, it harps on you, and it just beats you down, and it kills you. This is a resurrection verse. It says, listen, the power of the resurrection says, that doesn't have to be you anymore. You don't have to live with your past anymore. Your past does not determine your future. Easter does. Your past doesn't give direction to what tomorrow is. Easter does. Your past doesn't control who you are and what you're going to be. Easter does. It's the power of pardon. It says Easter Sunday, our pardon is given. We are forgiven people. If you look at it in 2 Corinthians, it says, Therefore, if anybody's in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is where? 
Here, now, not yesterday, not someday, here, when, now, right now. You see, if you came into the room today and you're carrying a whole lot of junk in your life, if you're carrying a whole lot of past that you want to forget and get beyond, if you got stuff back there that you just don't need to drag around anymore, today is resurrection day. Today, here, now, this is a new day. That's Easter. That's what it means. The power of God to invade your life and your heart in this moment, at this time, right here, right now, when you come to the table and say, I don't need to carry it. It's over. It's past. I am a new person because of the power of God in the resurrection. Jesus is alive. And if he's alive, so am I. Amen? That's what Easter is, isn't it? That's what it is, the power of God to pardon us from everything that was yesterday. And we're new today. It is the power that rose him from the grave. And when he unleashes that power of pardon, it drives us then into the power of purpose. You're going to get today. I worked really hard this week at all these P words. Huh? You think, what, do I, what, do they, what does this guy do all week? All week, power of the P words, right? The power of the pardon, it's going to drive you to the power of purpose, right? Look again at the resurrection. This time, look at Matthew's story. Same thing. Women get up, they go to the tomb. There's a violent violent earthquake. Angels show up like lightning, clothes white as snow. The guards, they're down and out, right? The women... They see the angels. The angels say, look, don't be afraid. I know that you're looking for Jesus who is crucified. Look, he's not here. He's risen, just as he said. Remember, come and see the place where he lay. Then, look what they do in verse 7. Look what they do to the women in verse 7. Then, go quickly and tell his disciples, he has risen from the dead, is going ahead of you into the Galilee. There, will you, there you will see him now I have told you. What happens to the women's lives in that moment? They aren't the same old women anymore. And their direction isn't the same. Their direction in the morning was what? To just go and anoint his body and finish up the burial rites. They were about the dead when they started the morning. But when they went to the tomb, when Jesus' resurrection power became obvious, what happened? Their motion, their direction changed. And now they're on purpose. They're on purpose. Go tell the disciples. Go get them to go to Galilee because that's where he's going to meet you. They now have a direction and they now have a purpose. That's what happens. When you receive resurrection power, when you become that new person in Christ, your life moves in a new direction with a new purpose. That is one of our core values around here at Christ Church, right? One of our core things is we don't live just regular old lives around here, right? He didn't come out of a tomb so we could just live average regular old lives. He came out of the tomb so we can live impactful, powerful, meaningful lives. We are all about impacting people just like these ladies. Go and tell. Go and tell. You see, when you get up Monday morning, if you've been here celebrating new life in Christ, you now have a new direction. Your direction is go, yeah, go out there to work and go do what you do. But in the middle of that, there is something bigger and something more important at play. Just like these women. Go and tell. These disciples spent the rest of their lives. They spent the rest of their lives in 
on purpose and being impactful, doing what? Just going and telling that Jesus is alive. If you celebrate Easter and you celebrate the power of pardon, then your life gets pushed into that purpose. And you now become a goer and a teller. A goer and a teller. And you don't do that alone. This is the good news too. You don't do that alone. It's not like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do that? No. Easter Sunday is about the power of pardon. It's about the power of purpose. But it's also about the power of presence. That would be another P word. The power of presence. Jesus rose from the dead. Why? Yes, to win the battle. Yes, to forgive our sins. Yes, to get our lives on purpose. But to do it with us. To do it with us. You go to the Gospel of John. You look at the experience in John when he rose. Mary gets up early. She goes to the tomb to finish the burial. She gets there. He's not there. There's two angels there seated in white, right? And the angel says, woman, why are you crying? Right away, the angel's empathizing with her struggle, right? They've taken the Lord away. She said, I don't know where they put him. At that, she turned around and she saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't realize it was Jesus. And he asked her, woman, why are you crying? Same question. Isn't that cool? Same question. Jesus is empathizing with her struggle. He knows what's going on. He knows what she's struggling with. He knows the challenge she's in right now. And then he asks a second important question. This is the question. Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener. Who was she looking for? She was not looking for the resurrected Jesus, was she? She was just looking for a gardener. Here's a question. Here's an Easter question. Do you look for Jesus to do anything in your life? Do you expect him? To do anything in your life? I mean, when you're out there in the world every day, do you expect Jesus to show up? If you don't, then you don't understand Easter. Because that's Easter. Easter says Jesus rose to be where we are. He is right where Mary is. He understands the challenge. He knows what's going through her heart and through her mind. And when you're out there and you're in your own battle, when you're in the ring doing your own fight, and you're questioning, listen, am I going to be honorable? Am I going to be pure? And am I going to display integrity? Am I going to live with values that are based on the gospel? Am I going to be faithful? Am I going to do the right thing? Am I going to do the thing that it's going to honor God and praise God. When you're in that battle, when you're in that fight, Jesus is understanding absolutely everything. And he is right there to exercise power. Do you expect him to show up? Tell at Christ Church, we expect Jesus to show up. We expect him to do incredible things in the lives of our people. We just expect it and we see it. We see it over and over, all the time around here, what Jesus is doing, how he's showing up in people's lives. Here's an exercise for you. Ready? Easter Sunday, going to get together with family, do the family thing, some of you. Even if you're alone, you can think about this, right? Here's the exercise. Sometime today, when you're with those family folks, do what we do around here when we get people together. Whenever we get people together around, we have a meeting or gathering or whatever, first thing we do around here is we just pause for a little while and we say, hey... 
Let's just talk about what Jesus is doing in your life. Let's just talk about where Jesus showed up. Does anybody have a God story where God showed up and did something in your life this last week or month? How awesome would that be at your house today? If you just took the time to say it's Easter, and I I really believe this stuff. I, I really believe that Jesus rose to show up. That he rose to be present in my life and exercise that power. And he changes Mary's life. He shows up and all he has to do is say one word. One word. And her life is changed. He just says, Mary. And instantly, what happens? She turns toward him. She cries out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. What happened? Her life changed because she saw the presence of of Jesus. Easter Sunday is about the power of pardon. Easter Sunday is about God unleashing that power in your life so you can live on purpose. And Easter Sunday is about the power of Jesus being present. He's being present. Expect Him. Look for Him. Yearn for Him. And you can do all that. Why? Because we all live under the power of the promise. The power of the promise. That's right. Another P word. Thank you. The power of the promise. Got it? Here's the deal. We're in a fight. When we're out there in the world, we're in that fight. The world's still trying to get a hold of us. But when we do that fight, our eternity is absolutely secure. We've got a promise over our lives. We don't live at-risk lives. We live a life that is absolutely secure. When Jesus walked out of that tomb, he won that cosmic battle. He won that cosmic fight. And he says to us, if you believe in him and you receive him, no matter what you go through in your life, that can't be taken away from you. No matter what you experience, that cannot be taken away from you. We believe it, right? John 3.16, favorite verse. Everybody memorizes it. We get it. We know it. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not die, perish, but have. There it is. You see, you got, there's no risk. There's no risk. The victory's already won. The battle's already taken place. Jesus got up and he walked out of the tomb and he moved forward. The victory is already his. The victory is already ours. Our eternity is already secure. And so when we're going through our days, we can live those days in the power of the resurrection. We can live those days in the power of Easter. We can let God just unleash that power in our lives so we'll know his pardon when we make that mistake, when we fall down, and we can get up and we can move forward. We can know the power of his purpose so that our lives will be meaningful, impactful. They'll make a difference for the cause of Christ. And we can live in the power of his presence knowing we don't do it alone. He is right there in everything, absolutely everything. And that will ultimately lead us to an eternity that can never be taken away from us. If you need being convinced of all of this that I shared with you this morning, all you got to do is read Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1.18 says, I pray that the eyes of your heart, what other people didn't see, right? I pray the eyes of your heart will be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. Now look at verse 19. And his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power 
is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he did what? When he raised Christ from the dead. The power of Easter Sunday. It's ours. He can exert that power in your life. If you need your life to change today. If you need your life to go in a new direction today. If you need to know you're forgiven today. It's Easter. That's what today is. It's Easter. It's our day. It's his day. It's a new day. Get up. Get up. And move forward. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for this day. And not not just that it's one Sunday, but it's an everyday moment. It's an everyday opportunity that we can live with power, with strength. We know the world's going to hit us. We know the world's going to pummel us. We know it's going to be tough at times. But Lord, we also know. We see it. Others don't see it. We see it. We get it. We know it. That you rose from the grave. You walked out alive. The cosmic battle has taken place and you won. And you will win every time when we just surrender to you. You'll win every time when we give it to you. You'll win every time when we ask for your pardon. And you'll put us on purpose. And you'll promise to be with us in your presence. And you've given us a promise that can't be taken away. Convict us today that we can live in such power. We ask it in Jesus' powerful and precious name. Amen.